The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. You're tuned in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Guiding your gridiron journey, none other than your host, former NFL lineman, Ross Tucker. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker football podcast. It is a Monster Monday. We are presented by DraftKings. Love those dudes. Love all of you. Love American football. Another Sunday in the books. You know what I do on Monday mornings, right? I give you really the two or three big takeaways from each game and what matters moving forward. You already know the score for the most part, but I'll tell you the things you need to know from these games moving forward. Tuesday, we've got power rankings. Wednesday, we have a special guest. Thursday, Greg Cosell. And Friday, you get my picks for the next week in the NFL. Other shows today, College Draft. Emory Hunt has been on fire with his betting picks in college football. And I love hearing him talk about the best prospects in all of these top college games. Tuesday's the Even Money betting podcast, the top five betting podcast in the country. Wednesdays, of course, and Thursday, we got the Fantasy Feast with Joe Dolan, who even if you're not playing fantasy anymore, the information he has is amazing. New week means new winners. I absolutely love sending you guys stuff in the mail. Those of you that do a little bit extra to help grow our shows, like spreading the word via social media, whether it's at Ross Tucker NFL, that's me, you're at Ross Tucker Pod, our channel handle. Why not? Why not follow us on whatever social media platform you're on? But then you got to engage. And if you engage, we notice it. And I send you one of these awesome press passes or signed football cards or pictures. I got two games this week, they're both awesome. I'll be in the radio booth Thursday night for Bears at Commanders, Westwood 1. And then Saturday, Boston College at Army. I'm heading back up to Army. Haven't been there yet this season. Really looking forward to that. The sponsor confirmation email winner. Look, we tell you about sponsors on the show. It's what make the shows go. Love those of you to take advantage of them. Just make sure after you do, send it to me, ross at rosstucker.com. 
Loving the YouTube shout-outs, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. And we are racking up the patrons, patreon.com slash RT Media. Welcome to the family, Jeremy Hanserling. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. All right, Ross, before we get into each of these games, what was your overall themes from week four in the NFL? A few that jump out, Jack. Uh, I'm glad you asked, as if I don't know that you ask every week. So the first one, I don't know that I can remember, Jack, the last time we had this many surprise quarterback starters in the NFL. I mean, as of Friday, I didn't think Derek Carr was going to start for New Orleans. And then he did. I didn't think Aiden O'Connell was going to start for the Raiders. And then he did. And I certainly didn't think Dorian Thompson Robinson, DTR, was going to start for Cleveland. Next thing you know, he's out there. That's pretty rare. I mean, you think about Jack. We do the Even Money Betting Podcast on Tuesdays. Had no clue. No clue. I thought Jimmy Garoppolo would, be, would pass the concussion protocol by the next game. Most guys do. I did not think Carr would be able to come back from that sprained AC joint. When a coach says week to week, he usually misses at least a week. And then Deshaun Watson, I, I had seen it was just a contusion. And SportsInjuryCentral.com seemed pretty clear that he was going to be able to play, they thought. So that was kind of a stunner as well. So that's one of the big themes, I would say, is just surprise quarterback starters. I got two others for you, Jack. The NFL tweaked the gambling rules Friday afternoon to, I don't know, I guess in mutual agreement with the NFLPA, always a little bit curious when it happens to be a Friday afternoon situation. The on-field gist of it is the Lions get back Jamison Williams and the Titans get back Nicholas Petit-Freer. So what they basically did is they increased the punishment if you bet on football and made it even worse if you bet in a team in a game your team's on. And then conversely, rather than it being six games, if you bet on a different sport on your own uh, on your team's time or facility, now it's only two games. I don't get it. Might be a column I write over the next few weeks at thirty third team, but like, how, how about just not betting? I, I, I mean, I've said this before on the show, Jack. How about just not betting? I, I don't really understand it. The, the last takeaway I would say probably is just the comebacks. There was a lot of comebacks. I mean, I think the, were the Panthers up 13 nothing maybe, and the Vikings came back to win that game. The, the Bears were up on the Broncos 28-7, more on that momentarily, and the Broncos came all the way back to win that one. Kudos to Sean Payton and the Broncos for getting their first win. Heck, kudos to the Vikings for their first win. Rough losses for the Panthers and the Bears. I mean, you are at home, and you have a double-digit lead, and you give those up to previously winless teams. The Colts, conversely, the Colts had a great comeback, but then they fell short in overtime. The Raiders had a really good comeback, but they were not able to get it done. Those are some of my takeaways. Jack, the other takeaway I have is that watching Netflix 
without using ExpressVPN is like paying for a gym membership, but you can only use the treadmill. By the way, you shouldn't be doing that. You should lift weights. You should do yoga. You should change up your cardio. That's the same. ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so you can control where you want any website to think you're located. You can change your virtual private network, your VPN. I got a buddy, don't ask me why, he is really into Jurassic World. So he watches that on Hong Kong Netflix. Evidently, you can get Jurassic World on Hong Kong Netflix. Be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com slash Tucker. Make sure you use that link, by the way, expressvpn.com slash Tucker to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. All right, Ross, we'll start. Desmond Ritter, he continues to struggle under center, while Jacksonville, they walked away with a 23-7 win overseas. So the thing is with Ritter, right, I think if you're the Falcons, you can handle or deal perhaps maybe with him not being dynamic and not putting up big numbers. But when he starts turning it over, back-to-back interceptions, one of them is a pick six, that's a problem. That's a major problem. I would also say, and I know they were together with the Titans, but it's a little bit bizarre to me that the Falcons are basically featuring Jonu Smith. I mean, they used top 10 picks on Kyle Pitts and Drake London, and yet they don't use those guys nearly enough. Maybe they're just not good. I mean, at this point, it's either they're not good or the Falcons are doing a poor job utilizing those guys. They're doing a good job utilizing B. John Robinson, who is awesome. Meanwhile, for the Jags, I thought it was probably Trevor Lawrence's best game. Got a touchdown to Ridley early. Nice games for Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram. This is kind of what the Jaguars thought they would be, supposed to be. I guess they're staying over this week in London, and the Bills are coming to town next week. Josh Allen, three sacks and a strip sack for the Jaguars. He'll need to do that to the other Josh Allen next Sunday morning. Meanwhile, talking about Buffalo, they flipped the script in Miami with a 48-20 blowout. Wow, man. Wow. I mean, Josh Allen, incredible for a third straight week. It's like everything that happened in that Jets game is totally over, not to be remembered. I thought the Bills' defense did a really solid job against the Dolphins, especially in the second half. They are improved under Sean McDermott. There's no question. They're coached better. I think having Micah Hyde back helps. Rousseau and Ed Oliver, it feels like those guys have elevated their games. And then Stephon Diggs was just incredible. You know, uh, the Dolphins really like that young kid. They're nickel, cater, Kowu. But Diggs just ate him up. Ate him up. Kowu, I'm sorry. Ate him up. Minnesota, they win their first game of the season, beating the Panthers 21-13. Isn't it weird that both winless games, the home team had double-digit leads, and the game turned on the quarterback fumbles return for touchdowns? Think about that. Both of them. In this one, it was DJ Wanham 
taking the Bryce Young fumble for a touchdown. You know, if you look at the stats, Jack, it's really, really hard to win. First of all, it's really hard to win NFL games, period. But you have defensive touchdowns like that go against you. You almost never win those games. And that's exactly what happened with Justin Fields and Bryce Young. Although, in fairness, Kirk Cousins threw a 99-yard pick six early in that game. And they still won. You know, if Andy Dalton starts that game for the Panthers, they win that game. So, I know Bryce Young is running around a little bit back there. He does not look comfortable. He's not playing particularly well. And there's no doubt in my mind, if Dalton started that game, that the Panthers would have won it. The Bears' season just continues to get worse and worse and worse. This time, they blew a massive lead to Denver in a 31-28 loss. couple things to note here. Number one, the Bears made Tyson Badgett their rookie undrafted free agent from Shepard, the backup, Division II Shepard, that's notable. I don't care what they say, that's notable. That means they're setting the stage. First of all, so that if Fields gets hurt, Badgett goes in. Secondly, if Fields struggles, Badgett's the next guy up. They can see what they have in him. Just keep that in mind. Chase Claypool inactive just um, absolutely one of the worst trades I can remember in recent NFL history. And kudos to the Broncos. I mean, they were much better in the second half. In fact, you know what, Jack? I'm going to make the Broncos my HubSpot fourth quarter pick, brought to you by HubSpot Sales Hub, the software that helps teams have their best Q4 performance by giving them the analytics tools they need to build a winning playbook. So here's the deal. The Broncos are down 28-7. Their defense is playing terrible. It's like they flipped a switch. The Broncos were awesome in the second half in general, the fourth quarter in particular. They're my hub spot fourth quarter team of the week. Russell Wilson looked much better, but the defense... After letting Justin Fields complete every pass and put up 28 points, the Broncos' defense put the lockdown on. They were able to get their defensive touchdown from Jonathan Cooper. They stuffed the Bears on fourth and one. Don't know why the Bears didn't kick the field goal, but they didn't. So the Broncos are my fourth quarter team of the week. And I just think, Jack, um, the last thing I would add to that, Kind of like that Jaleel McLaughlin kid for the Broncos. I think Youngstown State, maybe? He's got some juice to him. Cleveland, they just weren't the same without Deshaun Watson. Meanwhile, Lamar Jackson just dominated in a 28-3 win for the Ravens. couple things happen when your starting quarterback doesn't play. Number one, you don't typically play as well on offense. Number two, it's just, it's like a letdown for the whole team. And I... I don't want to take anything away from the Ravens offense because I thought Lamar was really, really good. And um, I thought both the run with the touchdown runs and the pass against a really good defense. I mean, that one touchdown throw to Mark Andrews was beautiful. Um, But also, I just feel like the Browns, you know, Garrett gets hurt in the third quarter. Browns, it just feels like they were deflated. 
by not having Watson and DTR. Uh, it, it's not the preseason anymore. He struggled. Kenny Pickett, he left early in a 36 loss to the Houston Texans. Mike Tomlin said, hell yeah, we're going to make changes. You know why? Because they got absolutely worked by the Texans. Now, this is two impressive wins in a row for the Houston Texans. C.J. Stroud is just so far so good already, especially throwing the ball to Nico Collins, who's stepping up. And the thing that jumps out to me the most is the Texans' defense has been much better these last couple games, much better. And then for the Steelers, rough, rough all the way around. And Kenny Pickett suffers a knee injury as they get destroyed in Houston. Indy, they stormed back, but the Rams were able to hold them off in overtime, 29-23. Lots of Puka Nakua for the Rams again. I mean, three out of four games, he has been stellar. Kyron Williams doing a pretty good job carrying the load for the Rams as well. Those are kind of their guys right now, especially without Cooper Cup. But can you imagine when they get Cooper Cup back? Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua? The way those guys have both played? Anthony Richardson, kudos to him for the valiant comeback. And I want to give some sh- a shout-out to Stafford as well. Playing well. You know, some people thought this might be a lost season for the Rams. They're playing pretty well. Stafford's playing pretty well. And he's tough, man. Got hurt yesterday. Kept playing. Uh, by the way, speaking of yesterday, especially watching that uh, the Commanders, Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, having some of those Labatt Blue Lights, just so tasty. Like the perfect Sunday beer, the perfect beer while you're watching football. Always enjoy it responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. The NFC South appears to be going through Tampa after a 26-9 win against the Saints. This was surprising. Well, first of all, it started with Carr playing, but he didn't play well. You know, that's, that's the thing sometimes, okay, you can tough it out, and I respect that. But he did not play well at all. Uh, Alvin Kamara was back for the first game this year. He didn't really do very much. They couldn't run it. The defense was excellent for the Bucks. I mean, that's a major bounce back for them after that loss to the Eagles. Vita Vea was uh, a terror up front. Antoine Winfield Jr. was excellent. And Baker Mayfield... I mean, three out of four games, he's definitely given them winning performances. Jalen Hurts and the Eagles' offense are hitting their stride after they beat the Commanders in overtime, 34-31. So, a bunch of thoughts on this game. Number one, I I really thought the officiating left a lot to be desired, frankly, for both teams. I mean, they called a hold on the Commanders' first touchdown drive. I never saw a video of a hold by anybody. They said it was on Cunningham. They think maybe it's on Morrow. I don't even know if he really even touched the guy. And then the the offside on Landon Dickerson, that's incorrect. As an offensive lineman or offensive player, you can own the football. There's no neutral zone infraction for an offensive player. I don't even know what they're talking about on that one. Then um, I thought they had a phantom interference against Bradbury. In fairness to the officials, I thought they had ticky-tack fouls on the commanders in the second half, too. I didn't really think that was a hold on Jamin Davis, the linebacker. There's another P.I. I thought was debatable. I thought it might have been within five yards. 
I thought they missed Landon Dickerson on a false start later on a, on a brotherly shove. At any rate, Hurts' his best game throwing the ball, which is highly encouraging for the Eagles. But I think my biggest takeaway might be Sam Howell. I think Sam Howell's good, Jack. I mean, he looked really good in that game. Commander's O-line actually held up decently against the Eagles' D-line. Not a good performance by the Eagles' D-line. Not what we've grown accustomed to. And kudos to Howell and the Commanders. Still thought Ron Rivera should have gone for two at the end of that game. He said his guys were tired. How do you think the defense feels, Ron? Cincinnati, they just look like a shell of themselves. They lose in embarrassing fashion to the Titans, 27-3. This might be a lost season for the Bengals, which is really a shame and surprising. But you can't blame it all on Burrow's calf. I mean, he played in the game. They scored three points. Titans didn't have Traylon Burks. Uh, You know, it took Derrick Henry a little while to get going, but he ended up having a big game. Had that cool jump pass touchdown that you posted on social media, Jack, at Ross Tucker Pod. You know, yes, Burrow and the Bengals' offense is really struggling, but I think you need to give some credit to the Titans' defense as well. Chargers, they hold off Aiden O'Connell and the Raiders 24-17. So some interesting stuff even before the game with Corey Lindsley going on IR with a heart issue. That obviously is scary. I hope Corey's okay. One of the best centers in the league. The Raiders finally released Chandler Jones with all of the the issues that he's got going on. Joey Bosa didn't play. Derwin James didn't play, et cetera. How do you let Khalil Mack have six sacks if you're the Raiders? How do you do that? You cannot do that. Speaking of you can't do that, Justin Herbert, what are you doing, bro? You throw an interception. Do not go hit Max Crosby. I mean, what, what are you thinking Dislocate, according to Dr. Chow, sportsinjurycentral.com, open dislocation of his finger. Not smart. I don't have a problem with Brandon Staley going for it again on fourth down, but they need to learn how to do the quarterback sneak shove. And Tillery got ejected, which is interesting. You don't see that very often, but probably warranted. I mean, Herbert's out of bounds, and he smashed him, smashed him. Dallas just decimates New England in a 38-3 victory. I don't even know what there is to say. Mac Jones was horrible. Pick six, other interceptions, fumbles returned for touchdowns. You know, you give up a couple defensive touchdowns like that, you are in major, major trouble. And I don't know what the Patriots are going to do. I mean, I, I, I put this on social media yesterday, at Ross Tucker NFL, genuinely curious about how how they feel in New England now. I don't know that... Kraft is going to just tolerate this. I don't know what they're going to do. Just like the clock, by the way, will stop on this podcast. Whenever the game clock stops, that's time to order in with DoorDash. Pizza cravings hit at halftime? That's ordering time. Dreaming about tacos during a timeout? Boom. They're on your doorstep. Wait, you want burgers, chips, dips, drinks, and wings instead? Even better. Order on DoorDash and get everything you want delivered without missing a minute of the game. Arizona, they continue to hang in games, but San Fran's just too much in a 35-16 Niners win. Well, and this is why when people say, you know, running backs don't matter or whatever, I kind of laugh. Christian McCaffrey is a difference maker. Christian McCaffrey is fantastic. Four touchdowns, 
Could have been more than that if you wanted to. And I'm not doubt. Brock Purdy hasn't lost a regular season start yet. In fact, Brock Purdy hasn't lost a game in which he started and finished the game. So we're way, way past questioning Brock Purdy anymore. I mean, you know, your draft status only lasts so long. I will say this too. I'm, I'm done questioning Josh Dobbs. I think he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. I, he looked good again, especially throwing to this rookie Michael Wilson from Stanford who's a good player. I mean, Josh Dobbs, at the end of the game, didn't matter for anything other than me and my even money bets as the Cardinals were trying to cover at the end. And Zach Ertz dropped a touchdown. Couldn't believe it. Zach Paschal drops a touchdown. Two beautiful throws from Josh Dobbs. Just beautiful. Zach might be back, but the Chiefs get the win, 23-20. So you're talking about Zach Wilson. Correct. So for him to be back, doesn't that have to mean like at some point he was there? I mean, I guess you would consider he was there by being the number two pick. Like, No, no, that's just where he was drafted. He's never played well. He, he's not back. Zach just played probably the best game he's played in a long time. Maybe the best game. I don't know. Jets fans have to tell me if that's the best game he's ever played. I'm really surprised that the Jets made a game of this. I mean, it was 17-0 after a long touchdown run by Isaiah Pacheco, who just, he just runs so violently. Even when he's in the open field, it's like, it's like he's pounding the ground. Noah Gray had a long touchdown, really good scheme there. 17-0 Chiefs. But then Mahomes had some surprising interceptions. Zach Wilson settled in. Started to to play better, making some clutch throws. He had that uh, dropped shotgun snap second half. That was absolutely a killer. And then ultimately, like he always does, even though he somehow ran a 40 at the combine, Patrick Mahomes absolutely took over with his legs late in the game to seal the win for the Chiefs. College draft, check that show out today as well. Power rankings tomorrow. I think we're done here. Thanks for tuning in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also check out Even Money, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft, all on the DraftKings Network, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. First shout-out of the day goes to Sportaculture. My boy Court sent me an awesome eagle scarecrow. I love it. We already have it. Out in the backyard. Love it. Court, Sportaculture, shout out. Pizza Boy Brewing, HumanHeadNYC.com, SteakhouseSports.com, Go-Bangles.com, BackOfficeSchedule.com, and MyFrontPageStory.com. The single best gift you could ever give a loved one.